0: listening
1: to Steve Allen on the Think About It podcast. Hi, Steve here. In the very last video I did, I talked about the anxiety and frustration of all the restrictions the politicians have put on the people in the U.S. and all over the earth, and how it's taking a huge toll on mankind. Now, a CDC report that was just released reveals an even more tragic report. The proportion of children seeking emergency visits for mental health has increased massively amid this pandemic. According to a report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on November 13th, people are being told to lock down, close their businesses and wear a mask. Even in their own homes, one health supervisor told people in Texas When this is all that's on TV 24-7, imagine the parents sitting around and all the children here is coronavirus pandemic news and the talking heads reporting all these case numbers and reported deaths all over the world. And it must create great emotional and mental distress for these poor children. Data from the CDC's National Syndromic Surveillance Program, or NSSP, was compared to that of the previous year and it was found that the proportion of mental health related emergency visits had increased substantially.
0: This pandemic is really tough on all of us, but new research from the CDC is showing some troubling trends when it comes to its impact on the mental health of our children. The CDC studied emergency room visit data from March to mid-October of this year and compared it with last year. It found that emergency room visits related to mental health increased 24% for kids between the ages of five and 11 and spiked 31% among children ages 12 to 17. It's very important to have a sense of safety, security, predictability. That's very important for children. And of course, in this time, That's really impossible, she says a lot of the anxiety and stress that children are feeling during the pandemic can be triggered by fear of the unknown. They're worried about um, their family members, about their own health, about whether they're going to be able to go to school or not, whether they can reengage in their regular activities and the end point is uncertain as well. So
1: that creates a lot of anxiety. Emergency departments or EDs are commonly the first point of care for children's mental health emergencies. This especially holds true when there are no other options or services accessible. The data is from hospitals of 47 different states the United States representing 73 percent of all the emergency department visits. The proportion of mental health related visits among children increased 66 percent compared with 2019. According to the study, an increased level of distress was present in people aged 16 and older in the United Kingdom. Their study suggests that being a young woman living with children, especially preschool-aged children, has had a particularly strong influence on the extent to which mental distress increased under the conditions of the pandemic. But here's the blockbuster news that you have not heard on any mainstream media news outlet. I had no intention of talking about this election again, but this is too huge not to expose. Mike Adams just posted this information on his website last week. Despite the intense malicious censorship of big tech, the facts are leaking out about what has really been happening. On September 12th, 2018, President Trump issued an executive order titled Executive Order on Imposing Certain Sanctions in the Event of Foreign Interference in a United States Election. That order, which you can read at whitehouse.gov, imposed certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in the United States election. That executive order, which almost no one has covered since the day it was signed, declares a national emergency. That emergency is still in play to this day, and the 2020 election was conducted under this state of emergency, which is a crucial point to understand what's coming next. In this executive order, the president also states that people and organizations located in part outside the United States are known to be able to interfere in or undermine public confidence in United States elections, including through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the covert distribution of propaganda and disinformation. CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post and MSNBC have been caught under this emergency declaration of foreign interference in U.S. elections, aided by complicit corporations on U.S. soil. The executive order further states that this foreign interference in U.S. elections constitutes an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States. Why is this relevant to anything we're seeing right now with the massive election fraud carried out by the Democrats and the deep state? Because Dominion Voting Systems is a Canadian company, and CITL is run out of Spain. I bet you didn't know that, did you? Maybe you never even heard of CITL.
0: You said that there may have been kickbacks to some uh, people who accepted the Dominion software. Tell me what you mean.
1: We are collecting
0: evidence now from various whistleblowers that are aware of substantial sums of money being given to family members of state officials who bought the software. I mean, we're talking about $100 million packages for new voting machines suddenly in in multiple states and benefits ranging from financial benefits for family members to sort of what I would call election insurance, uh, because they know that they can win the election if they are using that software. It's really an insidious, corrupt system, and I can't tell you how livid I am with our government for not paying attention to complaints even brought by Democrats, Carolyn Maloney, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, over the last several years in written letters with Uh, expert reports and some documentation of how corrupt this software is and nobody in our government has paid any attention to it which makes me wonder how much the CIA has used it for its own benefit in different places and why Gina Haspel is still there and the CIA is beyond my comprehension she should be fired immediately. Their own manual if you sat down and read it would explain how and why no honest person would use this system. And it's not just Dominion. There are other companies in the voting machine business in this country, too, that may very well and are likely using the same software. We've detected voting irregularities that are inexplicable and align with these problems in other states. It should never have been installed anywhere, and we are going to show the public exactly how
1: rotten the entire state is dominion is a foreign owned company which makes dominion based election theft a foreign interference issue Seidel, by the way is connected to george soros and the democrats and according to the gateway pundit bill gates also owns stock in Seidel. dominion is canadian Seidel is from spain both represent foreign interference in u.s elections with data routed through servers in Germany. This other voting machine company called Seidel, also widely used in U.S. elections, is located in Spain. As Great Game India reported, days after it was revealed how 2020 U.S. elections were rigged by Canadian crown agent Dominion voting systems through a so-called glitch, now Great Game India, has found involvement of another dubious foreign company in U.S. election meddling. The votes cast by Americans were counted by a bankrupted Spanish company, CIDL, in Spain. Like Dominion Voting Systems, CIDL has a long history of election fraud in various nations, including injecting backdoors in its election software. The issue has prompted experts to question why the sensitive job of counting votes was outsourced to a foreign company. How could a bankrupted Spanish company count American votes in Spain? Due to such widespread fraud, the chairman of the U.S. Federal Election Commission, Trey Trainer, believes that the 2020 U.S. presidential elections is illegitimate. What people are missing in all this is that Trump's 2018 executive order gives the DOJ the power to seize all assets of individuals and companies that were complicit in aiding or covering up this foreign interference in U.S. elections. The National Emergency Order specifically calls for seizure of all assets of entities that have directly or indirectly engaged in, sponsored, concealed, or otherwise been complicit in foreign interference in a United States election. That would have to include practically every CNN fake news anchor, every big tech CEO, every fake news journal terrorist from NBC News, the New York Times, and the Washington Post. They are all complicit in gaslighting America and covering up the massive foreign election interference that just took place. President Trump's executive order further explains that asset seizures shall target people and entities which have materially assisted sponsored or provided financial, material, or technological support for or goods or services to or in support of any activity described in subsection AI of this section or any person whose property and interests in property are blocked pursuant to this order or to be owned or controlled by or to have acted or purported to act for or on behalf of, directly or indirectly, any person whose property or interests in property are blocked pursuant to this order. In other words, the executive order covers every person who has been corrupted or compromised by communist China, and that includes at least 80% of Democrat lawmakers, including Senators Feinstein and Adam Schiff. I know a lot of people, including myself, have been frustrated with the lack of justice being handed down on the deep state and the swamp that the president promised to drain. But I suggest we all stay tuned to see what's going to really happen, because it's going to happen very soon. Think about it.